0: what is up everybody it is your boy agile cupcake and i'm back for another episode of agile cupcake unedited uh i have a headset on which means ding 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 you guessed it time for another guest we have another 15 minutes or so coming up right now uh there was some weird issues with the sound last time i got a few few comments some feedback Uh, i also was unhappy with it so uh until i can afford a microphone because i'm a broke ass because we're in the middle of a world pandemic um i'm using my gaming headset what's up uh yeah so today's guest oh man i am excited he's on my fucking t-shirt um He is a longtime friend of mine. Uh, He used to sing for a band called The World We Knew. I've mentioned him multiple times on my other episodes. Uh, It is my good friend, the one and only Frank fucking Finelli. Frank, how are we doing, my man?
1: I'm just uh, looking suave over here. I just ordered ordered Chipotle. Um, I'm paying people out right now, and uh, we're having a good day.
0: Oh, are you are you making it rain?
1: I mean, virtually.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Okay.
1: currency. Cool.
0: Well, Frank, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, as I as I mentioned earlier, like thirty seconds ago, you and I have been friends for a while now. Um, you're straight edge. I'm not. You probably remember when we first met. I definitely fucking don't. Um, that's okay though. I'm 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 with it. I'm with it. Um, so, I guess, let's get right to the point. point, first off. We'll we'll do this episode backwards than how I had planned. So, sure. Okay, so, you know, guys, I've mentioned on a few of my episodes, the For the Nomads project. Uh, it's now a website, forthenomads.org. You can see it scrolling across the bottom of the screen there. Um, Frank is a tour manager and a merchandise manager and a VIP meet and greet manager for all sorts of incredible bands, uh, I mean, I've seen Frank out with Pennywise, CKY, Black Veil Brides, uh, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on and on and on and on on. Frank tours year, year round. So, whereas I got displaced with a lot of my income and problems, um, because of being a manager and specifically, especially for being a promoter, you know, Frank, he can't tour, no one's touring. So who's he going to go gig for? You know, who's he going to go work for? So, um. Frank started a little thing called ForTheNomads.org. Frank, why don't you tell us about that, what the the point behind it is, how you came up with the idea, and
1: all that. Sure. Um, So six weeks ago, I found out that the next four months of my touring uh, schedule and career, essentially, uh, got canceled because of what's going on in the world right now. I don't really need to dive into that too much because everybody kind of knows. But every tour on the planet basically got canceled, and this is what I do all year round. I've been touring for 14 years. So to say that this is like it's disheartening and pretty rough on um uh, my career going forward is 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 like almost an understatement. So basically I started for the nomads.org, which is a, a donation platform to give back to the touring crew members of the industry like myself, uh, who are out of work right now. So we got a we got a, we got a formula in place that basically allows people to send us their application and prove themselves as touring professionals, with um, with uh, like I said, proof just in general, whether it's from the management team, the band themselves, whoever hired them, and and yeah. their references. So, so um, six weeks ago we launched that as uh, as just a GoFundMe called the Nomad Fundraiser. And, uh, I mean, within the first six hours we hit our $10,000 goal and, and that, and I think at the end of the day, it, we went up to 13,000 or something like that.
0: You had like Kevin Lyman from warp toward some of the dudes from corn donated and shared about it. Like you had like a lot of people that were, that were behind and understanding your point like real quick. Right.
1: It seemed that way. Yes. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it, it uh, what started as something I thought 10 K was was a lot, just, a, just yeah, it's a, it's a lot of money for anybody who is in a position like ours. It's like we, I'm not saying we're making peanuts on the road, but in the grand scheme of things, we just thought, well, if we, if we can, if we can make a couple of donations here and there, you know, we can pay out at least our immediate crew member friends. Uh, and I was more, more importantly, just like looking after uh, my guys in, in the Black team that I was about to go out with, uh, just our yeah. crew members. And uh, I thought, well, if this can get as, as big as we'd hope it can then we can help more people and you know we can help more crew members that want to get involved here and spread the word around and um just 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 a little while ago i was starting to pay out uh over 130 to 150 different crew members uh worldwide because we've reached already thirty six thousand dollars just in a couple of weeks yeah
0: yep yep i saw that yeah yeah you last you hit that last night right
1: yes um i did i did another live stream with somebody and
0: yeah, okay, you, um, you were on the big shred, right?
1: Yeah, the, yeah. The boy John, I, yeah. I called it the Tonight Show. <laughs>
0: uh, I, yeah. For, I didn't get a chance to tune in. I oh. I like, saw it like after the fact. I was like, damn it, why didn't I? Like, I didn't see that. So, yeah. I was also uh, so, I was also you know slinging dog food to rich people at the at the old day job if, yesterday. So
1: if, if I had, if, I'm not saying that I don't have the ability to go really get a regular job right now because I'm 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 not above it at all. Yeah. I'm so deep into what we're doing right now oh, and, yeah. and seeing the success of it uh, grow that I don't want to do anything else. I'm okay um, on the back end right now. I have a savings. So this is more so for everybody else that may not be in my position. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: which makes sense. So, well, that's awesome. So, I mean, yeah, I was going to say you've been doing like Instagram live from like your personal Instagram with guests, having people talk about it and getting, you know, people getting those people to say to donate you know i know you like you said you were just on that live stream last night podcast podcast technically right yeah he like he records it all
1: yes yeah Yeah. and then went went up on a switch yeah i've been doing a lot of that
0: (laughs) yeah and then i know that you you know you've been doing you've been having all sorts of people join you and stuff so like uh you know i know you're probably going to keep doing more of that so everybody that's watching this you know find frank on instagram it's just uh it's at FG Finelli, right?
1: Frank. Uh, that's that's um, that's Twitter. F- FG Finelli is on Twitter and Instagram ah. is Frank T W W K. Oh, that's and then, right. And then for the Nomads on Instagram as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I probably
1: avoid. Them. I tried to avoid making socials for all this, and then it got like to the point where we had so much different content.
0: Yeah, well, and, and people are, You probably got overwhelmed by people just tagging you all the time.
1: Yeah, so. like I want to. I want to repost everything, but it's it's, it's hard. I don't want to bombard anybody and people get annoyed with me either. I want to, you know, it's, it, this is a very, it's a very difficult thing that I'm doing right now because.
0: And it's, yeah, you're, I mean, you're, if you put it in black and white, you're asking for people in a pandemic to support other people and like yeah. human, human beings are nasty. So I'm <laughs> sure a lot of people have told you to fuck off or at least thought about it. You know what I mean?
1: I'm like, sure they've at least thought about it. Most people, <laughs> most people have at least been pretty nice about it. Oh,
0: but. that's That's good. Well, I mean, yeah. everybody kind of, I think a lot of people, especially you've been doing this so long. I think most people that are going to be aware of your like center in life are going to know, what you do and why it's such a big fucking deal
1: like
0: why this is an important thing you know yeah
1: we're i mean we're trying so hard to just to make sense of it all as it's coming at us uh Mm -hmm. it's just a two-person team it's my it's myself and my best friend tatiana who also is a crew member um we're just we're just pedal to the metal on the whole situation yeah uh i i see no stop as long as people want to come along for the ride with us you know what i mean
0: Yeah. Well, I think the nice thing is, is like, you know, like, like I mentioned a little bit ago here, like, you know, Kevin Lyman, the guy who founded Warp Tour is like completely behind your projects and supports it. Like the dudes didn't, one of the dudes in corn like donate money already. Right. Or I know that.
1: I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. Oh,
0: Oh, I don't know. I I heard that or like one of them reposted it or something. I don't know. I heard that through the grapevine somewhere. I don't know. Um, I know you're not, allowed to tell who gives you money, which is fine. I don't care. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is like the fact that people are even making up rumors like that, like that's good because I know for a fact that most bands would be supportive of their team in that way. You know what I mean? As as are as should be you know managers. I mean I am. You know what I mean? I can't tell you how many times like having a band come through might have been a much more painful process if they didn't have like a great TM or a good road crew to help with change officer or so, like you know, there's the whole, uh you know, Twitter favorite subject of, like, merch rates and stuff like that, you know what I mean? But when you have, like, a good person like yourself on the, you know, I mean, how many shows have we done together, you know what I mean? Where it oh, was wow. like, it could have been like, a, oh, you want a merch cut? Fuck you. Oh, you want to taste case of beer? Fuck you. And it, we just, like, worked it out, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was just easy because well a we get along but b you're like a respectful person you're like chill about it you're not you know it's not just like you're not just waving around your big stick everywhere because you're there with the band or whatever you know so so and and, and, and i mean being somebody who toured for a long time like you know I, I was on the road for not not anywhere near as long as you but like i went out for i did it for like five years and like the you know when you do a good job the bands appreciate you and you know i don't think fans like people watching this that don't understand the behind the scenes you know like the bands are able to be more sane and focus on their craft of putting on a good ass live show for them because of people like you
1: yeah they they definitely have to worry less with uh, a crew behind them for sure yeah
0: Yeah, which I think is why it's important. And that's why I think what you're doing is important, because I feel like some people are probably like, oh, yeah, like, oh, you know, that's probably just, like, the, the band's friend that tours with them. And it's like, no, like, there are people that have that as a career. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know when I toured all the time, my friends that, even my friends that went to shows, they didn't get it. They'd be like, so what are you doing for the band? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you know, like I handle their finances. I make sure they get paid. I make sure they get fed. I make sure there's the venue on time. And they're like, oh, so you're a babysitter. I'm like, sure, whatever. I get paid more than most other babysitters, though. So, yeah, you
1: know. It's, it's a situation where the reason why this is crew members only for right now, we're building a platform to where we can allow others in, but – um, the reason why it's crew members right now is because the bands have a fan base that we don't have access to in the grand scheme of things. Well, cr-
0: no, you're—I mean, yeah. that's not even in the grand—just period. You don't yeah. like, it's- like there, there are very few people that are like merchandise gurus, whatever you want to call it, that, like break that ceiling, and they shouldn't be trying to be. If you're one of those people and you're watching this, shame on you. But you know what I mean. Like you're, th- you're there to like. You know, I'm sorry, I hate that when people are like, Oh, like I'm an I'm a figure in the industry. It's like no dude, you're a fucking front of house engineer or you're yeah. a fucking merch guy. Like that's cool that like people dig you and you're funny and maybe you have a good personality or whatever, but like you're and yeah, yeah, you understand your little world of the music industry, but then you know anyways, that's a that's a negative rant we don't need to go on right now. Um
1: <laughs> Yeah, this is yeah. this is the first myself in front of a camera, so to speak. In a long time, but it's not, I'm trying, like, I can't, I can't stress enough. This isn't for me, like, this isn't my, for my brand or whatever, I guess in the, in the long run, it could be or something like that. It's, I'm, I'm literally trying to pay out hundreds of crew members worldwide that need actual help because I was in a position at a younger point in my life and younger point in my career where I couldn't afford things uh in general let Beautiful. alone yeah. let alone during a pandemic when i wasn't able to work like exactly this is all i've done for 14 years mm-hmm. i've had maybe two jobs outside of this ever in my life and i'm yeah. and i'm I'm in, I'm in my 30s now so it's like that goes to show you is I, i'm okay for right now but the 21 year old version of me was is not okay is yeah. not okay in a situation like this and wasn't okay. Even when I was touring, I was just kind of trucking along. Yeah. I didn't care. I had, le- I had less of a problem yeah. getting a shit back then. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I mean, like, dude, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm friends with a lot of the bands that I've booked over the years, but like I have some of my closest friends in the industry are like people that don't play music, yeah. you know, yeah. I can, Oh, Bo is mad at something. Sorry about that. Um, you know, like you, Josh Richards, you know, EJ Shannon, um, Thaddeus, you know, like, I love all four of you guys, like, so much, I have so much respect for you guys as people, how, how, the hard work you do, like, you're always on the road, you're making it work, and, like, it, it's not easy to do that, it takes a physical toll on you, like, moving around all the time, being in a different city every night, like, your sleep schedule is God knows what, you know what <laughs> I mean, so, like, you know, it, I'm glad you're doing this, like, I know it's not, about you and that's why i wanted to have you on so you could like talk about it and express that a little bit you know what i mean because it's like some people probably have heard me talk about it and they're like i don't get it you know
1: yeah. but it's you know it it's it's hard to understand from an aspect of people on the outside looking in probably just assume that we're absolutely taken care of from bands when even when you're off tour, because they just don't know. And that's, that's fine. Um, It's just, it's just not the case. Everybody that I've worked for have to has taken care of me um, while we're on the road, but it's not, you know, I'm, I'm an independent contractor. And so are most of everybody that's involved with this right now, everybody that we're paying out, nobody's on retainer. Nobody, nobody gets an income when they're not touring. It's just most of us probably don't even have a health insurance. I don't, Uh, So like, I don't have a 401k or anything like that. So this is just, this is just a, a situation that we put together that happened to work um, to where we can probably pay out several hundred different crew members a little bit so they can take care of a little bit of their issues that they're having during the situation. So, which
0: is, you know, that's awesome. That's like, you know, there's not enough, you know, some of my earlier videos with like the pandemic and how to cope and deal like we have to get through this together. Like we're the same species. Like religion color of our skin dietary needs sexual preferences whatever like it doesn't matter we're all on the same planet so you it, it like i i've been very excited to have you on the show ever since you said yes to me a couple weeks ago because like you know i feel like you might not like preach some of that like cheesy positivity like i do sometimes you know what i mean but like you're you still believe in like us working together and us coming together. And I mean, like you started something to do that. You know what I mean? Like not a lot of people can say like, Hey, my peers are fucking suffering. So I am, I am going to be the person or I have this idea and I want to try to help them. You know, everybody will say, Oh, like, yeah, that'd be great. You know, like I have a group chat that's full of promoters and all of us are like, well, no one gives a shit about us, but none of, none of us have gone out and tried to make (laughs) a up on me for us. Also, I'm sure all of our scenes would rip us apart if we did that, but that's not the point. You know what I mean? You know, so but, I've uh,
1: I've gotten some of that. Don't worry. I mean, I've, oh, i sure. I I don't publicize it for, for well, yeah, you, of that you don't need to, but I've had people that are higher up than me in this industry try to get the word out <clears throat> to me, or sorry, try to get the the scoop from me about who it was, and I I still haven't brought it up. Uh, I don't to no I'm, I'm not even gonna oh, bring it.
0: I don't care. Well, all you me. gotta
1: do, it, well, just to go go further with that is all you have to do is for anybody who's who is potentially standing in your way or telling you that, that you're lame for doing something like this is just to prove them wrong with your action. It, exactly. You want to, to specify what it is or who they are, et cetera. Yeah. Right now, right before I got on this, um, this stream here, I was, I was paying people hundreds of dollars and many of them strictly just because this idea happened to work. That's it. I, I don't have to do anything else. I'm, yeah. f- I'm physically doing what I said I was going to do, mm-hmm. just on a larger fashion that I thought I was going to be.
0: Yeah, which is awesome.
1: And that's that's all it is. I just had an idea. I'm not a fucking influencer. I don't have a, I don't have thousands and thousands and thousands of likes and 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 followers and things like that. Yeah. I'm none of those things. I don't even play in the band anymore. I did that in like I call it my past life. Yeah, it's it's just. I, I had an idea and got a lot of people together to spread that idea, not willing. I didn't force them to do so. They did it on their own free will, and here we are weeks later, and we're still talking about it. We're still doing it. I'm still paying people out and still people get, uh, getting people on board. So. Yeah, like
0: you you cause you went from a GoFundMe and then now you have a full blown website with like social accounts and all that. And yeah. you went from the goal of ten grand to you said you hit thirty-six last night, right? Last again. Night, yeah. So it's like, dude, that's incredible. Like I'm sure all those people appreciate it. You know, haters be damned. You know, <laughs> uh everyone's always everyone's always gonna find something to hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the way I anybody trying anything new that's creative whether it benefits people like what you're doing or not, you know what I mean? Someone's always going to have something to say there, you know, there, there's always that person that wants to bring you or y- your idea down because you know, they suck or they're ugly or they're uncreative or they just smell like shit or something like that. You know what I mean? Like they all, there's always a reason or they don't like wrestling or something like, you know what I mean? Like they're just yeah. at which point in time they're a coward, but that's not the point. Um, you know, um, well, I'm, I, you know, I thank you for coming on and talking about it. Um, you know unfortunately we have to swerve directions a little bit because this yeah, show yeah. the show is called Joel Cupcake Unedited and these segments I'm having with guests are a way to get to know the guests so like I know you said that was your past life but like <laughs> I want you know I you know you're it's not that you're not an open book but like you're a, you're a soft spoken person you know like you're you don't use that many words you know what I mean like we we talk a lot but we've grown our friendship it's taken many years you know and like um i just feel like there's there's not enough people in the world that know the frank i know you know what i mean so like let's let's you know how how did this how did how did you make the switch from like hey you were singing in a band and then i know the world we knew you guys broke up or i don't know if you were one of those hiatus bands or just kind of fizzled out i don't remember uh maybe you got fucked over by somebody in in the industry that's your your time frame there that happened to a lot of metalcore bands like the time frame you guys were around yeah like you know a lot of bands tried to make the jump to be a bigger band and it was like oh wow some dude just like here took my career went you know what i mean (laughs) so i don't remember what happened to you guys but like what made you want to make the switch to staying on the road like because you know you're not doing music but you're still on the road like and if you got over you know your past life as you called it but that's still a part of it. You know, the being on the road traveling, you can't not really like think back. Like we all have tour stories, you know what I mean?
1: So I started the world we knew in 2004. Okay. Um, And I always said that if we started maybe two years earlier, we would be in a different position uh, than we were. And I'm not saying we would have been a big deal or anything like that, but I just think if, if we started touring two years earlier than we started actually touring, uh, I think things would have been would have been different. Um, okay. that's that's besides the point. we I started I started in two thousand and four I was um, a sophomore in high school. yeah, I was a sophomore in high school wow. and um, we started touring when I was a senior. We did my very first tour when I was seventeen in February ish of two thousand and six.
0: Okay. and I always forget that you're younger than me. And like the other day when you posted how old you turn on your birthday, I was like, "Man,
1: yeah. yeah, a little bit." But I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm old at heart. I've done a lot.
0: Oh, you <laughs> mean both, brother? My, <laughs> my back,
1: my back tells me that I'm old. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's the knees for me, but I yeah. know what you mean. So, anyways, sure. continue. Sorry, sorry. So,
1: so I started. uh We started touring in 2006, and we got signed in 2007, maybe early 2007. Okay. I, that that kind of escapes me it's it's long it's history you know
0: oh trust me i yeah dude i had i did like a couple episodes back i did like a two-part of like my history and then like how pat from arsonist gave me the nickname joel cup pick and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and man like telling that story was so spotty because i just like (laughs) and like the late nights you know you don't sleep well on tour and then like you know i unfortunately have the affliction where i drink a lot you know what i mean like and then also getting old i'm like Shit, i don't remember like half the stuff i want to talk about you know yeah. so, <laughs> so I, I feel you i feel you
1: yeah so uh I got signed in 2007 and then we really like we put out our first record with uh seven dagger records and we really like went gung-ho we put yeah <laughs> we uh we went really really deep into touring and uh without giving the whole history of the yeah. band or whatever we signed to two other labels after that we released two other records and we just we toured fucking forever i remember, yeah, I remember, I remember josta when we signed to stillborn um jamie from Heybreed? yeah he made a poster for like promotional posters for the cd uh-huh. and it, it had our picture it had our logo it had the uh, album art or whatever and it said on tour forever because he said he said this band literally never stops touring it's it, it, on tour forever and it's yeah I, I i don't have it in my room right now for, uh but i don't want to see my face on my own fucking walls but yeah no, it's crazy anyway um but it, towards the end I'm not going to, I can't pinpoint it to any particular instance of why it didn't work out the way we wanted it to. But um, the last label that we had and the last record did pretty well. But the label fell apart and disbanded, like uh, dissolved, I guess. And they got bought, bought out by somebody else.
0: Which label was that again?
1: Uh, Blackheart Group.
0: That's right. Okay. Yeah, and
1: Molotov Solution, No Bragging Rights. Uh,
0: Destruction of Rose.
1: Sure. Yeah. I yeah. Vegas. vegas Yeah. Vegas slew. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we were one of those bands and we figured it was like, well, do we write a fourth record and look for a fourth record label this far into our career? Nine years. Yeah. And we were doing okay. Like we were in between booking agents as well and management. Like we switched a lot throughout the years. Yeah. And um, I was booking, I was still booking tours at that time. And I just I remember I, I think I that's how even... I
0: think that's why we know each other.
1: It's possible. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, just... I
0: think I booked Shy Halud with you. The first time I booked yeah. Shy Halud, I think was yeah. with you. Yeah. And I remember being like I don't, I think we didn't know each other. I think I was like you don't know me, but you have to let me book this band cuz it's Shy Halud. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how like the email conversations are. I might still have it. I'll look after we get off the, this call, but okay. I think I might still have like our first interaction. <laughs> but sorry, yeah. So yeah. You, were, you were still you were an agent yourself at the time. Yeah, I
1: just I hated doing it. Um I, I don't think I've ever had a job I've hated more than booking. Um yeah. it was just very stressful to me and I really don't like relying on other people to do the job that they should be done, you know? Mm-hmm. So um I didn't want to do that anymore. So I didn't want to book. I didn't want to book our own tours. I didn't want to do I didn't want to potentially do a fourth record and then not find a label that like I felt was worth the time that we put into already our career at the time, you know? Fair. So I know I was getting offers to start tour managing other bands um, because I was slowly doing that in between our like world we knew tours anyway. And then I also started cat clothing, which uh, is my clothing company and this is 2012. Right. So um, I had a couple of different avenues of, of, of income coming in and most of them wasn't, because of, of the, the world. We yeah and cuz that's hard that's very very difficult especially in like a smaller metal metal band or whatever um, it's towards the end we would you know we'd pay each other out and whatnot at the end of each tour and we were okay on the road but as a 20 something year old trying to build your life it's it's not necessarily the greatest for your mental health when you come home from a tour after 6 weeks you pay your rent and then you like have a hundred dollars for groceries, and then you're just hoping that it lasts, like that kind of situation, yeah. you know. So um, I was getting those offers to tour manager and things like that, and uh, one popped up across my desk. Uh, a booking agent friend of mine needed a tour manager for Bam Marjera. Mm-hmm. and uh, it was for money that I've like never seen before in my life, and yeah. I, I couldn't fathom how I could be getting that paid that specific number weekly. Yeah. It just didn't make sense to me. And I, I was just like, all right. And I, I went up, uh, Tim and I lived together. Tim was my guitar player yeah. in the world we knew. And he now plays in Fit for an Autopsy. Yeah. Um, Tim lived upstairs and I basically went upstairs. I remember I knocked on his door and I was like, Hey, um, I don't know if it's worth putting forth the effort that we have put in already for another record search for another batch of people that probably don't give a shit. Like as far as a management team and like, yeah it, it wasn't i thought that we like was were deserving of something else and more now being seven or eight years later since i had this conversation i don't think we deserved anything we worked hard but it nobody deserved we don't we don't deserve anything you know what i mean yeah. music industry doesn't doesn't owe us anything at all it's it's just business it just is what it is yeah it's just it,
0: the machine you yeah know it, unfortunately yeah. like most yeah. Most people don't realize that soon enough in their career. Yeah.
1: But by by at that time I was just like, Wait, well, fuck it, we you know, come on, we worked our asses off. Why don't we get the you know, it just it is what yeah. it is. But I went and I was just like, I'm getting I'm getting some offers to do some shit like I don't I don't see how this makes sense to potentially just get shut down a bunch and then just be miserable the whole time about it and then maybe we release really, like release something ourselves and it it's just it was a different time of the yeah. music industry. So um he agreed and we were like all right well, let's plan a last tour let's do a last show and long story short in march 2013 we played our very last show uh, in long island where we're from and show was great it was sold a lot of tickets and you know we did fine and it was it was awesome whatever um the very next day and this was planned of course the very next day i literally got on a flight a very very early flight flew to canada And started the the Bam tour. uh, Not even twelve hours or whatever after I got off my very last show and made more money right away than I ever did with the band, and um, got on a tour bus for the very first time. Like all these things, just from being like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put my musical career on the back burner for maybe a little while." At least that was the plan. I I didn't know what I was gonna do. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: And then here we are, seven eight years later and I'm still, I, I'm a tour manager, merchandiser, lights, yeah. uh, VIP coordinator, production manager, depending on what I'm hired for. It's just,
0: yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, so and and who, work out. yeah. And who are some, I know that you are the last person on the face of the planet likes to brag about anything, you know, or like, <laughs> but like who are some, some bands you've gone out. you say you've done bam, you know, we already talked about black veil. Like yeah. I mentioned that I've seen you out with CKY. Right. And
1: yeah. So, um,
0: and Pennywise, which is to me, that's like holy shit! Like you yeah. were on tour with Pennywise. Like I was kind of freaking out when we were hanging out in their trailer. Remember when I went to come yeah, visit? Yeah, yeah, I was like, and one of the dudes came out and said something to you, and I was just like, I got home and I was like, babe, I saw Frank. I have some Pennywise. He's on tour with Pennywise." <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, you you just named a few. Uh, uh, recently, it's been Black Veil. It's been Pennywise. Um, in the past, Hey Preed, CKY, like you said. Uh J I D, uh Earth Gang, Yellow Wolf. Uh oh,
0: dude, I loved all those videos when you did that yellow wolf tour, and you had to like help DJ or help open one of the nights or something. Yeah, and it's just you and a fucking ski mask, and I was like, Oh, this is so
1: good, dude. Like I I DJ'd quote unquote, because I didn't know how to DJ, it's a it's a whole different story, but I DJ'd in three countries for Yellow Wolf. <laughs> so I that, that. Was my, that was my international uh, DJing career for all of a couple of weeks. We did Canada, we did Canada, Australia and New Zealand and I was under a ski mask and they called me Frankie Fingers, which kind of relates to... So the reason I did the ski mask on the... Oh, we didn't even get, in, get into that. For anybody who donated to the ForTheNomads.org cause, uh, $20 or more, we gave him a, we gave them a merch daddy t-shirt, which basically has a very crazy picture of me in a ski mask. And the reason why I wanted to do the ski mask was because I didn't want the attention to necessarily be on me or anything like that. you mean like
0: it is in this picture?
1: Yeah, that one. holding money? Yeah, that one was for my own personal gain. (laughs) Oh, I know. Uh, Several years ago. The, what we're doing now is all the shirt. It, I didn't want me to be the exactly. perfect point. I don't
0: know. I agree, uh, agree.
1: And then I also used it like I, I. it's it's the Frankie Fingers character technically in the fucking yeah. ski mask on the shirt. Anyway, so that ties in. So Yellow Wolf, uh, who else? We the Kings, I've done. I've done Chelsea Grin. I've done For All Those Sleeping When They Were Around, Sepuletura. I've done a Muir for a really long time. It's funny. We didn't yeah. talk about that yet. A Muir I did for a really long time.
0: That was like when I think like, cause we were already friends, but I think there's a couple of times you came through with a mirror and then like, we're both in that wrestling group on Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think like those two things, like really like, I feel like that's when we started to get a lot closer. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it wasn't like, I wasn't just like that crazy drunk dude. You saw like every six months, like we actually like had conversations, did a little business together, like, i've definitely matured a lot in the last couple years you know what i mean like uh as far as like uh, like on a mental like you know adult level i guess you know because i wasn't i was always just like that dude that just like loved throwing shows that's what i did and i partied and you know i know that i mean i can admit my own i don't want to say it's a flaw per se but (laughs)
1: um yeah, no, I, I I came through there with Amir a bunch of times for sure. Yeah, yeah. and I, I do remember hanging out at least once or twice uh, while we were around. Uh, I think it was after burial tour and mm-hmm. some headliner that we did. Maybe it was the Stick to Your Guns headliner, or we we were headlining, but I don't really remember. It kind of all blends together. Yeah. Um. Who else? Uh, Oceano, I did for a little while. Um, oh yeah, I, I did love di- I love Disney those guys. Nice, Disney on Ice for a little while.
0: Oh, I, dude! I remember that when yeah. you you told told me you were going out with Disney on Ice, I was like, "All right, just I've, a sick tattooed dude, probably wore a hate green shirt every night, just working for Disney, dude. Love it, dude."
1: It was it was um it was entertaining to say the least. But yeah, yeah. I mean, after 14 years, I've I've kind of tried to go across many different genres and platforms just to grow my career as, as much as I possibly can. there's, there's I didn't think there was ever a ceiling. There's, there's no really ceiling. And it's, it's kind of showing me that now, uh, yeah. I, the more I work at something, it's kind of, it kind of just works in my favor. I, I'm, I don't have a whole lot of quit in me. I've noticed <laughs> I, I may have, like, I may have broken up the band or whatever, but, um, and this is a long time ago, but we didn't fail. We toured for a really long time and achieved yeah. things that, that, um, a lot of bands don't get to achieve. I, I got to tour with my favorite, favorite bands on multiple occasions. Yeah. I mean, like things like that don't happen to a lot of bands and uh, we broke up because it wasn't feasible anymore for our, for what we had planned for ourselves. Yeah. And that, that's fine. Um, but
0: well, I had my information backwards when I spoke earlier. Sorry. <laughs>
1: um, so, I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's, it just, I, the more I, the more i grow as a, as a person the more i realize that i've i've put a lot into the things that i really care about and it seems to be working yeah so, so i hope that if anybody is paying attention to what we're saying or what we're talking about that uh, if they have some kind of idea or or want in in something they love they want to do something that they love maybe it's for a, a career or a living or or whatever it is um even just trying something new for the first time like you're you're doing it right now this is all yeah. new, this is all new to you there's no reason not to try
0: yeah exactly
1: and yeah
0: and Um, it's been it's luckily i've had a lot of positive feedback and that makes this like a whole lot better because i was like pretty nervous about doing this and like the whole like having to watch myself every time and then like i don't even review most of the episodes because i like I, I keep saying this on all of these episodes, but like I hate sounding my own voice. I think most of us do. You know. <laughs> but like I just so it's been good and like the feedback's been positive. Somebody told me yesterday I have a I have a great voice for radio. And I was like, no one's ever told me that or anything like that. The only compliments I ever get about my voice are that like if I close my eyes, I you sound like Vince Vaughn. That's the only thing I you know what I mean? Like so, so are yeah. Sure?
1: Are you sure they didn't say you have a face for radio? <laughs>
0: you know i thought he said that and then he was like no that's not what i mean because that's an insult and i was like oh sorry bro sorry 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 (laughs) you know so um, i don't
1: know if you i don't know if you realize this clearly i'm going to be a comedian also pretty soon
0: i mean you already oh you're not (laughs) i only brought you on the show because i thought you were fucking funny what the fuck are you doing here i appreciate that okay you're welcome you're welcome um yeah, no. I like the Frank said. If you're watching and you don't know what you want to do with your life, or you have an idea, or you have a dream, or a goal, just fucking try. You're never gonna know if you try.
1: If it, you know, it just you, doesn't, or it, if you it, don't it try, sorry. Yeah, it doesn't hurt, man. It just yeah. really doesn't hurt. I, 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 I talked to only two people when I had this idea right off the bat, and I just asked them uh, with for the For the Nomads idea. Yeah. And I asked I was like, "Is this a crazy idea? Do Do you, do you think this could potentially work?" And here we are. I mean, six weeks later. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: Um, all right. Well, let's get ready to wrap this up. Um, I, got, I got more stories out of you than I expected. So thank you, sir. I appreciate oh, that. Of course, um, and I know you don't do like the visual, like the live, the stuff like this With other people very often. So I really appreciate you appearing. Thank you. Um, It's always good to see your face. Uh, We didn't even get, we didn't even like crack open the can of worms that's wrestling. That'll have to be a separate episode.
1: Anytime. Yeah. I know. uh,
0: Trust me. I know. I know. (laughs) Um, Well, I have a couple questions for you. That's how we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, The first is I want to know your like I have a lot of people like you know I've been doing a few conferences here and there and like I've been trying to open my doors to more people to communicate with me and ask questions and stuff you know what I mean one question I get a lot is like how'd you get into the music industry or like how do you go from a kid who wants to be in the music industry to being in the music industry so like say someone wants to start like trying to tour manage or be a touring crew member and you know what give me give me your best piece of advice for someone in that situation
1: so what I did, uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't say this is going to work. It's just this is this is my story. Yeah. Situation. I worked for somebody like you, who was a promoter in the city that you promoted shows in. So yeah. in, in my case, it was uh, in Long Island, uh, where I'm originally from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just went to so many shows, like an un- unbelievable amount of shows when I was a teenager. Yeah, especially from eighth grade to twelfth grade, uh, when I was home a lot before I started really touring. Yeah. I went to so many shows, I just would become friends with like the door people and um uh, like the promoters and whatnot. And most of the time it was my friend Charlie, uh before we were friends, it was just a guy named Charlie. And um and he booked all my favorite bands and my favorite shows and all as a kid. And I just would start I just started talking to him and just, oh, good to see you again, man. How how you doing? And one day he was just like, hey man, I like I, we have this big show coming up, but I just I just can't do it all myself. Like would you mind if uh you if I taught you how to work the door or whatever? I'm like, I'm sure you can count. And I was like, Yeah, I could I could count. <laughs> um so I would I'd work the door for the shows and I would um I would help him uh, do runs for food for like uh yeah. catering runs and things yeah. like that. And it was just like that guy showed me the ropes right away, but it was because I was nice to to the people that i saw all the time um i, d- I never asked him for well, at least i don't remember asking him for a job but i didn't ask him for a job <clears throat> he would pay me what he could every now and again and like buy my food and shit for the day like but i never really asked him for money yeah um he just taught me how to run a show essentially and here we are 14 years later i'm tour managing which is essentially yeah. running the show you're the boss of the show in the in the grand scheme of things yeah um so my best advice would just be if, if you're looking to get in, don't assume that you're just going to go straight in and like work as a general manager at a venue or something like,
0: yeah, don't work you, your way
1: up. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason to be, to be uh, upset with starting at the bottom as maybe a door person or even like the, the person who takes the coats at the door, like coat check person. Like yeah. it, it's, it's all a matter of just if you're, if you show your dedication for something at a small level, if you're really interested in that field, eventually somebody's going to take notice, and you can go from that to the ticket, pa- the ticket counter, that yeah. or maybe advertising. To th- there's so many different jobs within yeah. a, within a venue or the music industry in general. It's 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 just I started from right down here, and nine times out of ten, you're not going to make a big jump right away. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's my best advice. I would always say try to start early or, or try to start small in a venue. Maybe right now, not right now. Of course, it's 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 a different situation. But um, that's how I got into it. I literally yeah. just I started working the door at a show, oh, at shows for the leading promoter in Long Island for the shows that I was going to. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cool. Um. Okay. Red. Yeah, I agree with. Uh, I'll ask Frank the next question. a I I agree with that. I've had a bunch of people in the last like two years like if you're a local person watching this, you know, you've seen a lot of the pent up team, like all oh, these people in and out, like who the hell are these people working for you? Everybody lately, a lot of them have come in, like having an expectation and then they're like, Oh, I can't do this role or that role or this job. Or like, why don't I get to talk to the bands? Why do you get to do that? And I'm like, Hey, well, I'm the boss B the bands don't know who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like they, they're, they want to interact with me because I'm the one whose name's on the contract. I'm the one giving them the money. You know what I mean? Like, so so, so, you know, you definitely that's like perfect advice, Frank. You're I love you. That's all I have to say. Okay, next question. Time for time for the cheese the cheese ball ones. What's your favorite color? That blue or black?
1: Like dark blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay tight.
0: That's the second person that's that said dark blue. Awesome. Black's, um, black's,
1: not a, black's not a color, it's a shade. <laughs> you're such a smart ass. I love it. Uh
0: what's your favorite food?
1: It's a toss-up between pizza and mashed potatoes.
0: Okay. I didn't know that about you. That's awesome. Yeah, not, I knew you liked not, pizza,
1: but not, not, like on, the mash, but not, not the on mashed. not on
0: thing. That's, that's the <laughs> mashed potato thing that's new. I like that. I like that. Okay. You
1: um, can't get away from it. so good. No,
0: I don't blame you. Pizza. Dude, I I worked at Did you know me when
1: I worked at that pizza place? I think you. you've told me about it.
0: Yeah, so, like, early days of me being a promoter, I worked at a pizza place for, like, my day job, and, like, I just, that's what I did. I just fed the band's fucking gourmet pizza. I smelled like pizza. I probably looked like pizza at some point in time. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, that's awesome. Okay. Uh, Music. Is there, like, a new band or an album that just came out or something that you just, like, can't stop bumping that that you just love? Like, whether it's, like, a new band you want to plug or, like, I don't care if it's the new Eminem CD and you just love it.
1: I'll, unless, unless you have a different question about old bands that I like, no. Okay, then I'll do both. I'll do both. Okay. okay. I'm obsessed. It's it's a it's a CD that I didn't listen to for a really long time because it just between computers and whatnot, it got just got lost somewhere, and it's not online, uh, at least that I've found. It's a band from Norway called uh, Purified in Blood.
0: I know that name from some of my old friends out here.
1: It would be an absolute miracle if anybody from that band saw this. So um, no disrespect. I don't care about any CD that this band has except for this one. Um, It's called uh, The Reaper of Souls, right? It is unbelievable how good that record is. And I swear to you, nobody on earth knows about it. Like so few people know about that record. Metal band, they could have easily been in the realm of like a heavier Azulay dying or what, like a, what, what it's that realm. It's early two yeah. thousands metalcore, them. And like, I don't have to give you a list, but that's, that's the style. The band okay. is incredible. So that's for old bands that nobody fucking knows. That band is an insane on that one record. <laughs> okay. I listened to that a lot recently because I just got it back. Like I just found it. Oh, on,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. My,
1: my, my, um, my old guitar player sent me it. He's like, dude, I found it. Here it is. And I was oh my God. So yeah. I've been listening to that a lot. And then new bands. There's a band from Virginia called Heaven's Die. Oh, okay. Yeah. That make, familiar, huh? that makes me want to just like like flip, flip a car over. Like
0: oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I
1: just want to like lift flip a car with my bare hands whenever I listen to that band. Uh not
0: a not a merch table?
1: Uh, no, because sorry, I have more, I have more respect for my, my merchandise. I, know, I,
0: I had to, I'm sorry. I've only done that to another merch guy once, once
1: uh, it's so, it's such a bummer.
0: <laughs> I, I, okay. To be fair, I did it to Don Woodruff, you know, Don, Yeah. because I, we were at, I don't know where we were, but I, I was hammered and he was throwing pennies from the tip jar at the back of my head. <laughs> I think it was doing Metal Hardcore Fest at the small room at the Palladium. Sure, yeah. And like, oh, I had actually? to do merch up on that balcony. Yeah. He was like throwing shit at me from the balcony. Yeah. So I ran up there and I and you know I, I was we were having a good time. Like it, I wasn't like angry, angry. Like we were having a good time. And like I remember, fl- I think I flipped this merch table over. I'm sure <laughs> him or one of the thickest blood guys will probably call me out about being wrong about this, but I don't care. That I remember it happening and him being decently mad. But I don't care. Yeah,
1: whatever. it 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 sucks for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah Heaven's Die is incredible. Sick. Okay. Um, our mutual friend Sean got us or got me on uh, Static Dress.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah. Have, Sean just "Will not stop talking about that band." Yeah, that
1: that band is very very good. Um,
0: uh, Sean Mott everybody for those that didn't figure out who he meant. He'll he'll be a guest on here soon.
1: Yeah, Sean is a uh, he plays well. The 15 year anniversary of the world we oh, knew. Plays in the world we knew. He plays bass in the world we knew. He was in the world we knew for a very short period of time. Yeah. If we do anything else. Who knows? But
0: yeah. and he just started uh, a pod. He just started his own podcast, which we've both been on.
1: Yeah, I talked for two hours about wrestling on I, I
0: heard. I have not had two hours yet to sit down and listen to that fucking episode.
1: But it's a, it's a ride, I'll tell you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm I'm ready. I I, I just want to be in the right mindset and have all the time in the world because I know that that's going to be redonkulous. Yeah. Know? So. Um, Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So Static Dress and Heaven's Die. We're, I'm familiar with, with Heaven's Die. Static Dress I haven't actually listened to yet, but oh, yeah. I'll check out. Okay. Uh, last good. last question and then we're done. We're finito. Um, what is the quality, especially like I said, you know, I feel like, you know, people like people that are behind the scenes like us, like I have been lucky to be in the spotlight a lot, whether it's because people want to, want to know me. So they get into shows for free or maybe I am funny and people do like my personality, like whatever it is. Like, I feel like I've been on the spotlight a little, a little bit more than most behind the scenes people in like at least my local community or like the West coast, you know? Um, But you being that too, you know how that goes. You know, I feel like what's something that all these people that interact with you or see you, Teching or TMing or running VIP, like what's what's something you wish more people knew about you? Like a quality or a trait or something
1: you love? Wow. Um <laughs> I'm learning more about myself now than I think I ever have from okay. not only just having this time off, but I never wanted to be the guy in front of the camera or something like that. And I don't okay. even they'll consider myself to be that um but i'm almost forcing myself to put my like t- to be in a spotlight right now of some kind of way to promote this thing yeah um so you're going to, i don't i don't know i'm i don't know how it pertains to what i'm doing now but i'm tr- i'm trying to be more giving as a as a human in general and more more positive like you said earlier cuz yeah. you're right i i'm not a mega pma dude by any means Yeah, you're not, one
0: of, you're not one of us like fucking you know left coast dorks dude it's fine i get it dude
1: i'm, I'm yeah i'm just i'm not i'm, I'm more like a, a realistic person or at least that's how i look at it uh, i try to look at every situation as like a this is the good part this is the bad part it's likely going to be bad <laughs> like that's yeah. kind of kind of how i i i, I wired or how i'm wired Okay. And yeah. During this whole thing with for the nomads and, and what we're doing now, I'm trying to rewire my brain to where I'm seeing positive things happen in front of me, even in a world that's full of absolute dog shit right now. And I'm trying to rewire my brain to to be like, Well, this is working and you're it's it's hard. It's hard to get people on board and hard to do these the the ideas that we're that we're coming up with to push this thing. But yeah but it's working because a lot of people are, are getting together to do something good. So exactly, it's showing me that if, if you utilize your, your reach and your, and your, uh, your access to other people that I may not know, you may not know, et cetera. Um, we, we can work as a team to grow, to grow something good together. And that's showing me that not everything's a, a fucking miserable, like landscape in front of yeah. you. You know what I mean? I originally, before I had this idea, sat in my room and was absolutely devastated that I wasn't gonna to tour for the next x amount of months. We didn't know how long, but and I still don't know how long, but,
0: still don't, yeah, yeah,
1: it's um, it's it just I was miserable. I was absolutely miserable. I just sat on Twitter reading everybody's bullshit, just upset. And then I had the idea, and it it six weeks here we are. I'm just i'm I'm still working every day to not be upset about what's happening. And to use what I have to the best of my ability. Okay. So this isn't like you just say. I something, something about me that people don't know is I'm, I'm not a very happy person. I'm not a positive person most of the time. Uh, I have a lot of friends and acquaintances because I'm not a piece of shit. But I'm now trying right. to do my best to, as, as a human, as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a, an adult person, just to be a more positive human being and to be a more uh, uh, uplifting soul or something. You know what I mean? Like I don't even know what to call it because it's not, I'm not used to it. So I'm just trying to do something positive here To
0: Well, I'm the cheesy one of the two of us. So you're, you're, you're you're trying to be a beacon of hope.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, I've had, I've had a lot of people reach out and say very nice things. So it's kind of just showing me that uh, you don't know who you could reach. You, you don't know who you, i don't know a lot of these people that we're, we're paying out with these donations yeah even though they're in my field and they're they're technically colleagues of a, of a certain way yeah um i don't know a lot of these people so it, it's it's just showing me that we can utilize whatever we have for a good reason not for just ourselves and our monetary gain you know what i mean it's just yeah uh that i'm learning every day so yeah. uh, if you don't know anything about me i'm i'm usually not I'm I'm fine. You can always approach me, and I'm not gonna like, who the fuck are you? Get away from me! Like I'm not yeah. like, just usually. Hi, nice to meet you. And then I'm kind of I'll just shelter myself again and be off to whatever you know. Uh, now yeah. now I'm trying to be a different, um, more outspoken and, yeah. and positive individual. That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when tours start happening and anybody that watches this, if you see Frank, this is what I want you to do: walk up to him and go, "Oh shit, you're Frank! I saw you on Joel's show. You fucking toured with Hatebreed. That's so fucking sick!" At the top of your lungs, you have to just yell that at Frank. <laughs>
1: I'll be very that's excited to talk that's about anything hatred related. <laughs> I know you
0: will. That's why I said it. <laughs> um, yeah, man. And I mean, honestly, I think that that's that's a cool. I'm very like kind of put back by that that revelation because, like, like you said, like you're helping these people you don't know but they're they're technically your co-workers or or the same but like at the same time there's like that awkwardness in the music industry where like you know you're talking to more crew members than you ever have I'm talking to more other promoters than I ever have to see how they're handling this but when things were normal like there's always the chance that that other promoter is my competition just yep. like these other crew members could take a, a gig from you so it's like it's really I'm it's really interesting to see how people are changing and how we are having to come together and like learn to work together and and do a lot of basically what you just said. So,
1: yeah, I, I hope that's, I mean, I don't know what we're going to turn into, what this fundraiser is going to turn into uh, or anything when this all goes away or things get back to normal. I have no idea, but now I have a database of a lot of really hardworking people in the yeah. industry that I could reach out to if I need somebody on my crew.
0: Well, you know, there's always been the joke. I know every, you know, if any booking agents or big managers even take the time to watch this, they're going to send me a hate email right now. But like, there's always been the joke about, you know, us us behind the scenes people doing some sort of our own like union or collective or whatever. You know what I mean? You don't have health care. How many of the other people don't have health care? Maybe you can use yeah. this when it's over to flip it into helping, figuring out a way for these independent contractors to get help, affordable health care because we all know that doesn't exist, yeah. you know.
1: Hey, uh, <laughs> I'm. If there's one thing that I've learned so far, and even just the first few weeks of this, is that you never know what can happen.
0: Hey, amen you, to that, brother. You never
1: know. So if if I have to be the the guy to go to bat for it, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. It depends on how this pans out. Fair. Um, I I don't mind if 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 I'm able to help the people and and the industry that gave me basically half of my life and half of my memories and half or maybe even more of the best times of my life then i i don't mind being that person i'll do my best for for anybody involved if if i can do so
0: excellent excellent that's all i wanted okay well frank uh i told you this was not going to take this long and it took this long so i appreciate you my man um Thank you so much for coming on. Everybody, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to Frank. He is a great dude. He's a good friend of mine. He's also a good brother. Um, and, uh, you know, thanks for listening to him tell his story. Thanks for getting to know him unedited a little bit. Thanks for t- continuing to listen to me babble on. I don't know how I broke 100 subscribers in, in a month. But thank you for all of those of you that have done that. I was a little distracted this episode. With the leaning and the, the shifty eyes, sorry, the puppies, we spoil our dog. Most it's of you have seen, it. yeah. seen her. She's pretty cute. So she's been a little needy this morning. So I apologize for. The lookaways and the door creaking and all that. So, but anyways, it's all good. You know, I'm low budget. I'm doing this at home. No sponsors, no bullshit, no editing, no second takes ever. It's the hardest part about this. I'm going to fuck up one of these days. But, <laughs> um, anyways, Frank, thanks for having me. Everybody, Frank's links will all be in the description of the video. The main thing you need to worry about is nomads.org. Please check it out. Um, if you are watching this as one of the lovely people in Frank's life and you have no fucking clue who I am, please hit subscribe. Uh, if you don't want to subscribe without knowing me, DM me on Twitter. Let's get to know each other. I'm a nice guy. I'm easy to, to talk to, especially if you love tequila, wrestling, or metalcore. Let's go
1: i'm not gonna uh, i'm not gonna do any of these things with people i don't like so uh
0: that's fine i'm not oh that, I, no i'm not telling them to talk no to you. I'm no to no but no.
1: i'm but I'm, I'm not doing any of these things with people i don't like so i i go to bat for you 100
0: oh oh that's what you mean well thank you frank i appreciate that uh yeah all right well everybody this has been another episode of joel K. C- joel cupcake unedited 15 minutes or so. We're emphasizing that on every episode, Frank, if you haven't caught on Uh, with Frank Vanelli from The World We Knew and For the Nomads. uh, He's also a badass. Thanks for tuning in and everybody stay safe.